this is Anala Rabari, host of ShimmyCast. Welcome to episode 56. Yes, this is the podcast for dancers and fans of Middle Eastern dance. And, uh, sorry I'm late. <laughs> um, this week we will continue my phone interview with Ariella. Uh, this will be the last uh, part of it. We have event announcements, uh, question of the week. Uh, this week's music is from School of Ambiance and Subtronic. And this week's reviews are Tribal Fusions, The Exotic Art of Tribal Belly Dance. And the second review for this week is American Tribal Style Beyond Basics. Um, and again, let me apologize for the show being so late. I have several excuses. I'll go through them for you. Um, we've had horrible rains in in our area, and and I mean like horrible in that like our streets are flooding and everything. And we actually even had to cancel one of our dance classes because um, a lot of the major roads were closed because they were underwater. And um, even now, as I speak to you, there are still some um, of the counties that are close to me who um, have no water. The flood, the water pipes and everything, and broke them. And so those poor people are, like, under boil orders still. And then, of course, what happened, I don't know if a lot of you are familiar with Arkansas geology um, and geography. I'll give you a little lesson. I'm in the upper... (laughs) northwest corner of the state in the Ozark Mountains. And I know some of you, like, in around the Rockies and, you know, other mountainous regions are like, those are mountains? But, yeah, they're kind of mountains. And so what happened is we had a lot of rain up here in the northern part of the state in the mountainous area of Arkansas, northwest Arkansas. And the rain, of course, went all into the rivers, which then proceeded to flow down to South Arkansas. So South Arkansas is also flooded because of the rains that we've gotten in North Arkansas, and they just follow the river down. And um, so we, my husband and I have been kind of worrying about our families because our families are in South Arkansas. And then they've had a lot of rain and tornadoes in that part of the state. So, um, as you know, just a few days ago, my in-laws called us and said, we're going shopping for a storm cellar because <laughs> they got really worried about the last set of tornadoes that came through really close to their house. And, um, of course, with all this weather, all the rain and everything, it's really been aggravating my arthritis. So um, I have not been feeling well, and I've been in a lot of pain lately. And um, then, of course, when you have a chronic illness like arthritis and and you're what I consider myself to be fairly young to have this type of illness, um, it, it can get depressing sometimes when you are stuck in situations where you can't be as mobile as you want and as mobile as you're used to. So um, I was having a little bout of depression and um just really feeling sorry for myself and a little frustrated and ticked off at life because 
I I couldn't go out and dance the way that I wanted to and, and teach the way that I normally teach because I was in so much pain. But I, I, I'm better now. I'm in a much healthier mental mood and I'm a lot happier and the sun has been shining now for a few days and it, it's stopped raining for a while at least. Um, sadly, I think we're supposed to get more rain this weekend. Ugh. But... um. I have been feeling good the past couple of days. I've been totally mobile the past couple of days. And I've been able to dance and work on some of my choreography. And so I am feeling back to my old self. And I'm very happy about that. And so if any of you guys have been having the rainy blue blahs, (laughs) know that I sympathize with you. (laughs) I was right there with you in the same boat for a while. So hopefully we can all get back to the show and get back to ShimmyCast and get back to having fun and talking about belly dance and enjoying belly dance and what it means to us in our lives. So enough said, on with the show. Oh yeah, and we've been remodeling one of the rooms in our house. So my recording equipment was buried under a pile of my husband's stuff from his office because we're redoing the home office he apologizes to you as well (laughs) anyway on with the show what five things make a good belly dancer to you Ozma of Japan posted This might more directly answer, what five things do I want to see in a dancer? And that's valid, too. Number one, I want to see that they are enjoying themselves. I don't mean that they have to dance, quote, happy all the time. But that they seem to be natural and comfortable dancing in front of people. And that it brings them a certain contentment. I like the way you phrase that, contentment. I think that's a good way to put that. Number two, I want to see that they understand the music on multiple levels. Rhythm, melody, lyrical, and mood. A dancer who helps teach an audience about music by using his or her body to illustrate aspects of it will be enjoyed by those familiar and unfamiliar to Middle Eastern music. Again, another awesome point. Okay. Three, I want to see good costuming. I don't mean pro-level brand name costumes. I mean that the dancer is wearing a well-fitting, well-made costume that is appropriate for the music and the audience. Number four, I want to see the ability to act professional and calm in the event of things he or she cannot control. I don't want to see a dancer get all stressed out if a prop goes haywire, a veil blows away, she falls. I want her to acknowledge the problem gracefully and continue on. The same goes for dancers who get flustered if they're not receiving a certain level of audience feedback or clapping. I want to see a dancer who enjoys themselves and does not beat themselves up over a lack of response different audiences over a lack of response. Different audiences will react in their own ways. Number five, I want to see a certain level of professionalism off stage. 
When music ends, I don't want the dancer to drop her posture or scurry off. If she's got a, a glitzy stage costume, I want her to toss on a cover-up or drape herself in a veil before greeting folks. And those are all really cool answers. I love them. And she goes on to say, what I don't want to see. Number one, panties. Oh, amen to that. Okay, number two, sorry. Anything a bikini would cover. In those cases, I hope I see panties instead. It's another amen. <laughs> number three, the threat of a costume malfunction. Once I see your skirt start to slip down and your thong exposed, I get very, very agitated. <laughs> number four, stressed faces. A worried dancer is uncomfortable to watch. Number five, I don't want to hear a litany of self-doubt. And if someone compliments you, do not, not, not receive that compliment with a long list of everything you hated and wish you'd done better. It negates that audience member's experience. Say thanks, and if you must, admit something you were worried about, but then move on. Oh, and I have to say, a amen, sister. Those were all such wonderful points, but I especially think number five is really an important point for all of us to realize, that if somebody gives you a compliment and then you say something like, oh, no, I did this wrong and I did that wrong, or, you know, oh, I wish this had done better. Like she said, it negates that audience member's experience. And suddenly you've pointed out to them all these mistakes that obviously they didn't see in the first place. And you have just taken away an, a, magic, a magical experience that they had. And that they were thanking you for. And you've just taken that away from them and tossed it in the trash. So don't do that. Thank you for that point. Very important. Okay. How do you pick music to perform to? And again, Ozama says, I first ask myself, what is expected of me? Am I doing a restaurant set or opening for a specific sort of show or dancer? Is it anything goes? Is this an event that is supposed to showcase a variety of styles or stick to a theme? Are there time limits? Where you're performing should be your first guide. A restaurant show is great, but you are there to entertain a specific audience and an employer who has specific needs. That will restrict your choices. I personally love Balkan fusion music. But if I shove that into my Turkish set, the restaurant owner is going to have one of those, your dance is good, but your music is not good, not Turkish, talks with me, even if everything else in my set is Turkalicious. I love that, Turkalicious. I'll have to remember that. If I fill my set with 100%, ooh, looky what I can do, up-tempo songs, my audience is going to get tired and food will get cold. If I get all slow, they'll also get tired. I need, to t I need to make sure that at times I'm hired to perform for a specific audience, that I'm willing to address the needs of the audience and balance those needs with what sort of music is inspiring me at the moment, my needs as a dancer. How much time do I have? There are times I'll have to check a great song because it won't fit into my time limits. 
If this happens to you, just trust that there will be a time later on to use it and move on. You don't want to be remembered as the dancer who didn't think those time limits applied to her. Oh, yes. I have seen some of those. <laughs> who am I performing with? If I'm doing a show with a variety of dancers in different styles, I do want to think about creating balance with the music and style that I pick. Audiences get tired out if everyone gives them a drum solo, but you also don't want to be the only girl in pinstriped pants and a halter top if the show is showcasing dancers working in traditional American cabaret costumes. I also have to ask myself, do I want to sh what do I want to show my audience? Is there a style or mood that I feel I want to share? Am I trying to present a slightly different facet of my dance vocabulary to an audience who already knows me? And is there a costume I've just finished that I'm itching to take for a spin? And last, how much time do I have? Will time be tight and will I be better off with something I already know well and have everything for? Or can I find new music and the appropriate props, costumes, and practice time to feel comfortable presenting something new? Oh, all of those are fabulous points. I love it. And now your ShimmyCast news. April 12th through May 31st, the Billy Dance Superstars will be having various workshops and shows in Italy, California, Austria, Spain, Morocco, the UK, British Columbia, Ontario, Quebec, New York, Maryland, Michigan, and Croatia. April 18th through the 19th, Virginia of Miami in a two-day workshop plus evening show in Knoxville, Tennessee. April 18th through the 19th, 1001 Nights, a gala evening with live concerts from Persia, Egypt, and Turkey with a live concert by the Hassan Ramzi Egyptian Orchestra, featuring the delightful dancing of Serena Ramsey and guest dancers of her troupe. University of Bath in Bath, UK. April 18th through the 20th, Little Egypt presents Fifi Albedo in workshops and show in Dallas, Texas. April 18th through 20th, Body Works by Chandani presents a radio of Las Vegas and workshops and shows in Virginia Beach, Virginia. April 19th through 28th, the Bangladesh Association, the Bangladesh Association of Florida presents the 15th Asian Food Fair and Cultural Show with two days of spectacular shows. Asian Cuisine and Shopping in Delray Beach, Florida. Man, that was a tongue twister. April 24th through the 25th, Spirit of the Tribes in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. April 25th through the 27th, the 15th Annual Women's Weekend Workshop, Ancient Echoes of Tribal Belly Dance with Paulette Reese-Dennis and the Gypsy Caravan Dancers, Amel Tafsut and Liam Gillen at... Bretton Bush, Hot Springs, Oregon. April 25th through the 27th, Tribal Caravan LA, three days of workshops and bending with performances on Saturday, pre and after parties. Sharon Kihara, Ariella, Unmata, and more in Newberry Park, near Los Angeles, California. April 26th, Spring Hofla in Riverside, Missouri. 
April 26th, Meyer and Awalba will be performing at Springfest in Fayetteville, Arkansas. April 26th, Bedouin Cirque in Norman, Oklahoma. April 26th through the 27th, Pomegranate Productions presents Invaders of the Heart with Carolina Noricchio and Azia. Aziz, Aziza in Santa Fe, New Mexico. May 1st, My Year in a Wall will be performing at Heritage Day at the VA Hospital in Fayetteville, Arkansas. May 2nd through 3rd, the Scheherazade Squad presents the 4th Annual Montana State Belly Dance Festival with Jim Boaz. May 2nd through 4th, Dances of Time and Tradition performance at Westminster Arts Center, a dazzling array of dance works celebrating the rich dance traditions of the Near East with live musical accompaniment in Bloomfield, New Jersey. May 3rd, the women of Selkut presents Ziba teaching a veil workshop in Richmond, Virginia. May 9th through 10th, West, West Michigan School of Middle Eastern Dance presents Tara Akdenzi of Istanbul, Turkey, in Seminar and Show, Kalamazoo, Michigan. May 17th, Naima in Buffalo, Missouri. That'll be a workshop. Uh, May 17th, World Music Folk Life Center presents Herdelzi 2008, a celebration of tradition and modern Romani gypsy dance and music with workshops, vendors, and live performances. Washington, D.C. May 17th through 18th. Note, these are new dates. Fenton Salama presents Master Instruction Rocky Hassan in workshops. Onyx Hill, Maryland. May 17th through 18th. Sita Moon in Tears of Asset presents Jalima, belly dancer of the Universe 2004, in workshop and show in Hagerston, Maryland. May 17th through 18th, Akika Productions presents Amani of Lebanon in workshops and shows in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. May 31st, Asim Hussein in workshop in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Oh, my God. Gosh, those were some hard names this week. This has been the ShimmyCast News for this week. And as always, you can find more information about all of these events on our forum board. This week's first review is of the DVD Tribal Fusions. The Exotic Art of Tribal Belly Dance, and it is reviewed by myself. <laughs> First, I have to say it's about time the tribal dancers got their own video. <laughs> I love this video as a great example of how to combine fluid snake movements with great isolation locks, which is something a lot of the cabaret dancers around me struggle with. Rachel Bryce demonstrates those fabulous those slinky snake-like moves she's just famous for. Um, for her second piece, she came out and did a kick-butt drum solo that had me realizing I need to drill my isolation some more. <laughs> Sharon Kihara and Asim perform a great drum solo that starts very energetically, and then it goes into what I can only describe as this 
earthy tribal groove that then gets back up tempo at the original energy level. And Sharon's second piece was this very macabre, and then it switched into this techno-traditional fusion. It's really cool. Cammy Little and Sabrine perform a Thai fusion piece, which truly was the best of both forms. And I spent the whole time mesmerized by their fingernails. And in my opinion, that's not a bad thing. <sighs> Although I, I know other people were have been turned off by the fingernails. Um, but I, I just, I love it because I'm fascinated with those and, and tie dancing as well. For her second piece, Cammy danced alone to this really great funky fusion music. Um, Zoe Jacks did a great techno goth fusion piece that had me jamming along with the beats. And her second piece was this fusion of slinky, sultry, and rocking gypsy beats. Mariah Chapel with Asim and Petit Jamila on bagpipe. Well, my Celtic descendant heart was overwhelmed by the love of my two favorite cultures combined. I mean, for me, it didn't get any better than, you know, bagpipes and belly dancing. Mariah was awesome, as was Jamila's playing. Although I will say I was very surprised by the contortion-like moves toward the end. I was very excited to see that Mariah's second piece was a routine that she taught um, part of at a workshop that I went to. And I was so happy because I had trouble learning it because I kept stopping my own dancing just to watch her because she was so pretty to watch. Um, but then I was like, oh, crap, I'm just watching her and I'm not learning. <laughs> so now I can watch the DVD and try to remember what I was taught. And, and plus it's just a great routine. Um, Samantha gave two solid fusion pieces that I really liked, um, and I liked her inclusion of Turkish steps. Her music to seem seemed to be more goth pop in style to my ear, and I really liked that. I think Marty Loves was perhaps my favorite piece. I felt like I was watching the ghost of a 1920s movie belly dancer. The music was haunting and eerie, and the movements were so slow that it felt like they were happening in some kind of dream state, so that the ghost dancer was caught performing between this world and the next. In my opinion, truly an unforgettable piece for me personally. And Marty's second piece felt more like a seductive love ballad. Dusty's pieces fused very hip-hop and breakdance movements into her dance. And her second piece seemed to be a fusion of very oriental influences in her costuming. And I thought it made for an inter interesting combination. Urban, Trials, tri Urban Tribal's piece came across to me as tribal belly dance fused with modern, and I really liked it. It took a while for me to stop expecting more than it was and to enjoy it for what it was. But after I stopped expecting anything from it and just saw what I was watching, it was quite lovely. Urban Tribal's second piece was a duet where the dancers stayed in physical contact with each other nearly the whole piece, which was very interesting. Special features include info on the Belly Dance Superstar store and all their available DVDs, 
And the best special feature is the behind-the-scenes with Mariah featurette, where she goes around interviewing the other dancers about their jewelry, costumes, and makeup. Like where they got it, how they make it, what their influences are, all kinds of things. My only complaint is that the cameraman did not zoom in nearly enough on the items the girls were talking about. I wanted to see the details. You have several viewing options. The performance option gives you the dances with editing of camera angles. The dancer's cut is the performance all from one continuous angle. The performance cut by the artist is the edited camera angles but the dancer's pieces are shown back to back. And the dancer's cut by artist is the continuous angle of the dancer's pieces shown back to back. I wish they would have given the song artist and CD info along with the dancer's name at the beginning of each piece. At times the fog was distracting. Others have complained that the picture was low quality, but I didn't experience this. Perhaps it was the TV I was watching on. I love that this video is letterboxed, letterboxed because it means that a lot of the shots you can see the dancer's whole body. Several other reviews have complained that the dancer's cuts that are in one continuous angle are too far away, but I liked them as you could see the whole body the whole time from a consistent angle. I think this production made the same mistake as the first Billy Dance Superstars solo DVD, and that was not having the girls perform in front of a live audience. They all lacked that extra spark and personality that comes through when you are connecting with a live audience, and that is just a shame for all of these great dancers. Other reviews have also complained about the sameness of the pieces. To this I reply that they are not watching the details of the dances or listening to the music. How can you complain about the sameness and then bash Cami for doing a Thai fusion piece and bash Mariah for dancing to bagpipes? I love that Cami and Mariah chose to fuse such different elements into their pieces, and I liked how the other girls had a mix of fused moves, costuming, or music. I felt like all of them had elements that were great examples of all the different ways you can fuse a dance piece. This week's first song is East of Tadla Azel by School of Ambiance from the Podsafe Music Network.
This week's second review is American Tribal Style, Beyond Basics, reviewed by Alexel Sema. Beyond Basics is the follow-up volume, Kajara Dumana's American Tribal Style, Tribal Basics. Even though this video is the second of a series, it isn't necessary for the student to be familiar with Volume 1 if they have experience in tribal or other forms of belly dance. This video continues where tribal basics left off, teaching more moves, more cues, and more ways to put the movements together. Dancers Nejla and Shana join Kajara once again to bring a well-rounded take on the movements in women of all sizes and shapes. This instructional starts off with an introduction that reminds the students of information learned in Volume 1 and prepares them for the instruction to come. It then moves on to teach eight unique movements. The format for teaching is the same as the last volume, separating the movements into two sections, with demonstration, a focused breakdown of the move, cues and arm placements, and smoothing out the move with all of the dancers. The movements learned in these sections include slow Arabic, body waves, Spanish churn, over, over, up, roll down, Arabic 2, Arabic 3, Turkish, up, up, drop, drop, and pivot, shift, Two follow-along sections using all the movements learned in the video are also included. The last part of the instruction is a short section on using a chorus of dancers in addition to the leaders and followers you usually see in an ATS performance. The video ends with two performances by United We Dance. The biggest complaint I have about this video is that like the first volume, the background is bland and more importantly lacks any mirrors. This is also not a good video if you are looking for drills or cardio workouts. Overall, I, I would recommend this video to anyone who wants an in-depth instructional video on tribal style. Emails and feedback. Um, I just want to let you guys know that um, I will be traveling to Denver. Um, I fly out April 26th, which is a Saturday, and I'll be coming back to Arkansas like May 3rd. And um, I believe, yeah, it's Saturday, April 26th. I'm very excited. I have plans to go have dinner at a restaurant called House of Kebabs. And, um, there's supposed to be a lot of dancing there, and it looks like there's really good, like, Middle Eastern and Moroccan food. So I will be coming back with a review of a Middle Eastern restaurant. So if any of anybody else is going to be traveling to Denver, you'll know whether or not that's a good restaurant to go eat at. <laughs> and, um, again, if any of you guys are going to be in the Denver area um, in those dates, shoot me an email. I'd love to get together and meet you. And um, don't forget, comments, suggestions, feedback, send me an email, shimmycast at gmail.com, post on the forum, leave reviews on iTunes. You guys know the drill.
Okay, and this week for our article section, we have the last bit of my interview with Ariella. So these are some easy questions. Um, okay, good. Do you dance barefoot or in shoes? Uh, both. Depends. <laughs> what kind of shoes? Uh, black ballet slippers. <laughs> I kind of hide them with some, like, black socks and, like, lots and lots of layers. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, kind of gross bar or, or club, you know. Yes. I don't want to be walking around like that. Although, recently, I did go barefoot. That was kind of scary. <laughs> but I, I do both, whatever. You know, I used to really be scared of going barefoot. I remember one performance with the Indigo. You know, Rachel was really like, you know, we, she, we could never wear shoes in, in the troupe. And um, I, I hated it at first, but she made me get used to it. And one time I had to walk down, if any of you know San Francisco, I had to walk down this particular area south of Market Street. And I had to walk around the building, the back door, through this disgusting alley that smelled like urine in bare, you know, bare feet and go to the front of the club because they wanted us to go processional from the front of the club to the back. And they didn't want us to walk through the club. And remember, uh, that really got me into being okay with um, <laughs> doing, you know, performances in bare feet. But, but I do do both now. I'm, I'm fine with both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the one thing you always have to have in your dance bag? The one thing? Oh, my God. Uh, you can cheat and give me a couple. <laughs> I always have those tampons. <laughs> Sorry to say that. Uh, needle and thread, deodorant, and probably and and pretty much always uh, some sort of bar, like a granola bar, uh, power bar. Yeah, yeah. I are, always have those. Yeah, always. those are good things to have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what's the most unusual present you've ever gotten from a fan? And what's that? The most, I didn't hear that. The most unusual present or gift that you've ever gotten from a fan? Oh, I just remember. Um, I got um, a some wonderful, wonderful people in, in Missouri. Um, or actually, I should say Kansas. Yeah, in Missouri. They made a, um, a gothic Ariella Barbie doll. <laughs> And it was just absolutely stellar. I've never received anything like that in my life, and I was just floored, and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I was there when you got it and when you opened yeah. it. Yeah. The look on I your mean, face. It, oh, God, it was it's incredible. They, they put my tattoos on the Barbie doll. They, yeah. they put my bindi. They got the, my eye makeup. It's it's amazing. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And the costume was just perfect, and the co- too. Yeah. Oh, I know. If I would stand next to it, you would see all the little panels and the little trim and the yarn all exactly like I do it. It's totally beautiful. Yeah, that was awesome. And yeah. I the rest of us standing around when we saw it was like, I wish somebody would make a belly dance doll out of me. Yeah, seriously. I, like I said, I was floored. I was like, oh, my God. Um, what five things do you think make a good belly dancer? I'm sorry, for some reason I didn't hear the first part again. What, what was uh, that? What five things make a good belly oh. dancer to you? Um, so let's see. Um, I would say excellent stage presence. Um, arms, strong, energized arms. Yes. Um, a dynamic choreography for sure, um, or, a, or a dynamic piece, um, something that keeps my interest. 
Um, exciting, let's see, that's three, right? Exciting music. I love hearing beautiful music. Um, and I guess most importantly, the love of the dance coming through. I'd love yeah. to see that happening on stage. So, yeah, that's, I think that's five, yeah. So who are some of your favorite dancers, either on the local level or regional or national or even international? Who do you like to watch? Uh, I absolutely love to watch Frederique, David, Frederique. Um, she, she's just exquisite, that's all I have to say. Yeah. And she catches every nuance in the music. She's just a, a joy to watch. And, 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 um, and Marty Love. <laughs> yes. She's just an absolute creative genius. <laughs> and yes. she's just lovely. And she's very, they're both of them are very inspiring. And, you know, I, I'm not quite, nothing's coming to mind on the international level, and, and I apologize for that. So I'm just going to say those two for now. Yeah, yeah. Are there any dancers that you see who are, like, up and coming that you're like, oh, this one's one to keep an eye on? Oh, let's see. Oh, there's Daniela in um, Florida. She did, I, I had a private lesson with her here in the Bay Area when she was here, and then I saw her at Tribal Caravan in Southern California uh, in August last year. She just wowed the crowd. I mean, just uh, impeccable control and great stage presence, and I, I think she's really up and coming. And there's someone else I saw recently. Uh, oh, yes, and I don't know her name. Oh, no. But this weekend, uh, this past weekend, I was in Jackson, Mississippi, and there was this um, cabaret dancer who just knocked my socks off, and I'm so upset that I don't know her her name right now. Shoot. Okay. Well, <laughs> can't. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, and, you know, I would also have to say there's a, a woman named Nina in Las Vegas who is just, she has like it. She's she's talented, and and I, she's now working with a troupe. They've won some awards at festivals and um, in Southern California and Vegas, and I watch out for Nina as well. Yeah. So, yeah. If you could raid another dancer's wardrobe, whose would it be, and why? Marty Love. <laughs> I mean, who else is there? Um, you know. Uh, I, I would I would totally raid her her belly dance wardrobe. She's like I said earlier, she's just creative genius in all aspects of everything, um, and and maybe Melodia as well. I mean, I know outside of belly dance and within belly dance, I mean, she's just an amazing. Her her style is just beautiful. But yeah, Marty Love, that's the one. <laughs> I don't even need to explain that, I think, to most people who know her. <laughs> I don't think you do either. <laughs> so um, what future projects do you have outlined? What's going on? What's going um, on? Well, right now, for me, it's really exciting with my own um, dance company, Deshrat Dance Company. Um, I'm excited for, for shows that we're going to be doing this year. Um, and I do have to say there are... Um, Two projects coming up that I'm very excited about, but that I cannot speak about. Um, and let's just say that I'll be working um, <clears throat> with some other really well-known, wonderful, beautiful 
two other well-known, really beautiful dancers um, at two different times, and I'm working on projects with them, and I'm just really, I can't wait to let you guys know about it. Um, but that'll be that'll be coming up. One is later this year, and one will be next year, hopefully. So we need so. to stay tuned to your website to find out. You need out. to. You really do. And, and I have to say that um, there is talk of this um, show that I've done for the past two years, Night of a Thousand Goddesses in New York City, um, the show of doing, um, uh, uh, there's talk of doing a tour with this. And, and I have to say, I, uh, I have never before or again or since um, performed in a more stellar show than Night of a Thousand Goddesses. Every single performance is creative, artistic, the technique is impeccable, and the dances will just wow you. And um, I'm so honored to be called back every year to, to perform in that show, but now she wants um, the, the Shivani is the troupe that puts it on. Um, Zan is the artistic director. Um, she, she's we're, we're thinking of um, collaborating with some other people and, and taking the show on tour. Oh, so that would that be may cool. be exciting. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, do you have any new DVDs that are going to be coming out soon? Oh, good question. Um, yes, I do, and I am actually super excited about this one that's coming out March 25th is what I'm told, so in March, late March. It's, um, again, uh, put out by World Dance New York, and I'll be teaching a one, um, it's kind of an instructional, it's an intermediate kind of level um, choreography. And um, it's just a choreography, it's step by step, and then you get to um, practice it with me. And, um, you know, I was given a theme of um, this creator-destroyer type of theme and this energy, and so that's definitely in there. And the DVD will have three teachers, me being one of them, and so you'll learn three different um, uh, uh, choreographies, and they're all totally different, and I, I just watched the proof of it, and the other two teachers are absolutely wonderful, and one is a sword piece, one is this kind of enchantress piece. And so I think you'll buying this DVD, the, the dancer or the student will, will get a wide range of inspiration and new movements and vocabulary and learn different styles. And it's called Fantasy Belly Dance. There are three volumes. I'm on one, and my volume is, I think, entitled Magic. Um, so, so look out for that. You can get it on my website at ariella.com. Um, you can also, you'll be able to get it wherever, Amazon, Target, World Dance New York, all those places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. I'm, I'm really yeah. excited. <laughs> I'm excited too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to get it when it comes out. So. Yeah, and I feel like I've really grown as a dancer, and I feel like it's one of my, my better um, DVDs. <laughs> so I'm, I'm extra excited, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you would like to say to my listeners? Um, no, I think I've, I've covered it. I would just <laughs> say, you know, um, I look forward to meeting all you guys, and I hope um, that, you know, everyone will stick with it and find the love that I have found um, in belly dance with the sisterhood that's there and the community, and as well as just um, being okay with your body and and finding that love of music and dance. And I'd like to thank you so much for letting me take some of your valuable time to interview you. 
I thank you so much, Anala, for even considering interviewing me and um, for letting me talk on and on and on because I do tend to ramble now. I don't know where oh, the shy no. girl went. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, no, it was fabulous stuff. Yeah, great yeah. information. So. Thank you. It's been really fun. <laughs> thank you. enjoyed this week's show and enjoyed um, a lot of that information about Ariella. Again, um, I had a fabulous time at her workshop, and I hope I get to go to another of her workshops again soon or just see her perform again. Fantastic. Um, But now it's time for the question of the week. In this question, I'm feeling very philosophical tonight. So this week, I'm going to ask you guys, why do you continue to dance? Oh, 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 oh. Yep, put your thinking caps on. Get to thinking. Why? Why, why, why? And you can't just say, because I can't stop. Stopping is not an option. No, why can't you stop? Why would stopping not be an option? Let me know. To answer, you can send an email to shimmycast at gmail.com. Or post on the forum board. Get to it through shimmycast.blogspot.com. You know, talk amongst yourselves in between shows. It's okay for you to do that, I promise. (laughs) Finally, it's time for the last music pick of the week. This song is Mr. Muhammad by Subtronics from the Podsafe Music Network. Until next time, take care of yourselves and everyone stay safe and Instead of floods and tornadoes and any other bad weather. <laughs> and um, I hope you all enjoy yourselves and are enjoying your dance classes or workshops or whatever it is you're currently working on in your dance life. And I hope it's treating you well. And until next time, this is Anala Rabari saying shimmy on.
Thanks again for listening to ShimmyCast. You can leave us feedback at shimmycast@gmail.com, and be sure to visit our website and forum at www.shimmycast.blogspot.com. Remember, the opinions expressed are those of the host and the podcast crew. Thanks again.